Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again. It is the incredible in the black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men who know when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce. <laughs> Your mama's favorite supervillain. Al, say what's up, man. Hey. <laughs> and it's not your mama's favorite supervillain. It's just your mama's favorite villain. Across the board, all villains. I'm your mama's favorite. Ask her about I'm, me. I'm 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 not even going to not even going to broach that. If you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you finesse that thumbs up button. It goes a long way. It's free. We know you guys are cheap sometimes, but you know, it is what it is. Hit that subscribe button as well so that you don't miss out on the next video. Make sure you check us out across social media at In The Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. But if you really want to become part of the team, you can come on over to our Patreon. L, tell them how they can do that if they want to do that. Man, head on over to our website first. Take a look at it. See what we're dealing with over here. Build with us. Uh in the right hand corner the left hand depending on whether you are I, I don't care you'll see it somewhere on the page right become family tab click that joint after you click it there's a number of things that you can do you can buy some swag quality swag unlike some of that stuff you get at other so-called independent black media sites what i won't mention any names roller martin wow uh, <laughs> but or you can donate directly to us right via cash app dollar sign in the black pdcst or where you really want to be at be at man where your mama hangs out where your daddy's trying to get in but we won't let him in because his car keep declining is you want to be over and become a member of our patreon account man you want to be one of our patrons where you get back behind the scenes access you get the off the cuff segment man which is I don't know if it's safer anywhere, but uh, you definitely, <laughs> you definitely want to come through and listen, man. And sincerely, I want to say thank you to everyone who has been rocking with us here in the Black. All of the day one, stay fun yes, with sir. the funds. <laughs> we appreciate you all yes, uh, for helping us continue to build. So, hey, y'all know what to do. Yes, sir. Now, our our guest for this evening is a former police officer, former sheriff, but he has since hung up his badge and has formed one of the largest and most active police accountability communities in the U.S. at We The People University. Please help me welcome Abaya Israel. <clears throat> brother <clears throat> Israel, what's Good going brother. on, bro? Hey, man, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. How you brothers no doing? We good, man. We good. Now we are familiar with you, but for our listeners, for our viewers, please tell us a bit about yourself. 
You know, um, a lot of people don't know. I was actually, I was actually a paramedic before I went into law enforcement. Oh, wow. So from paramedic, sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From paramedic. Then I went into, um, I was working inside the jail and then I went to the road, started working in law enforcement. And, uh, my first job, um, on the road was, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta police department. Yes. Um, not sure if I should say this on air, but probably the biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, from there we just, we just grew. And so, but yeah, a lot of people know about me. I'm married, wife, beautiful kids. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty boring guy. So there's not a lot to tell. Honestly, Man, you're going to stop them lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know where you get the yeah, boredom right. from. I know. If your you life know is boring, bro, I don't know whose life is exciting. No doubt. Say it one more time, man. Now, we're going to start off from Jump Street because we're bringing you on here. You are the face of We The People University, as I said, is an accountability project for against the police to make sure that they are doing the things that they are supposed to do. But you just gave us some insight. You said that you've, you wore the badge. Come on, dog. How... I think the, the biggest question, the first question we want to get out of the way is why? Yeah, why, why are you not doing only this? why did you wear the badge, but why are you now an advocate for police accountability the way you are? So <laughs> here's the interesting part, right? You know how if you ask a police officer, why'd you join in? Like, I want to serve my community. Yeah, yeah. It's not my answer. I ain't. I ain't. That wasn't my first thought. <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. Two things, right? Um one thing that I really, uh, I guess in a sense, you could look at it that way. I used to work as a paramedic, as I already stated, right? And um, one thing that really got me and it really hit home with me was kids. I seen a lot of um, gruesome things dealing with children. Yeah. And I didn't want to go and so much as serve the community. I wanted to go and catch the people who were doing this, these things to kids. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how I started off. And um, when I first got into, well, the Atlanta area, my first case I worked, it was uh, the department I was with. It was the GBI and the FBI. And mm -hmm. we were trying to recover a 16-year-old girl who was being sex trafficked. Mm -hmm. And that actually it hit me like, oh, maybe I stepped into something I don't really, really want to be in. Maybe my mind mm -hmm. was... But that was my thing. But, you know, from that point, that's what actually made me go into it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't have that. I want to serve the community feeling. That wasn't it. No, I can dig mm. it. We feel the same way as as former military, right? Neither one of us joined the military because we're some deep-seated patriots. And, you know, God bless mm. America. We joined the military because it was a bag to get. So we went and got the bag, right? And I think for, for me, the question is, and I got tons of them, bro, because as a former officer, you going on to be to push for police accountability, for one, I'm sure that didn't make you a popular fellow amongst your former officers, but why police accountability? And the follow-up questions are going to be, why police accountability and not police abolition? Why not? Why go for the reform accountability route? And why not the complete destruction of the system? So kind of trying to figure out how you got to the accountability part and why you 
have stayed with the accountability part and not moved towards the abolitionist route? Um, believe it or not, um, I've come across guys I used to work with and they really don't care, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Every, everyone asks that question, but I mean, I, I know everybody's expecting, oh, you're going to have a bad time, a hard time. No, I yeah. mean, my, my former sergeant, uh, this was maybe two, maybe three weeks ago, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he works down still in Atlanta at the federal building. And he was like, I was in court and I searched we the people and you popped up. <laughs> so he called me. He was like, let me watch this video. So he watched the video. Of course, he called me. We joked about it, but it's not not what people would think. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, but as far as um, uh, accountability, here's the other side of it. And here's what I don't talk about too much because there is still a ongoing situation. So Understood. while I was at the department, my rights were violated. So gotcha. with that being said, you know, um, I'm not, you're not going to violate my rights. Now, here, here's one more thing. If you allow me to say this, sure. when I came out of the academy, this is one thing that stuck out to me. If I said stop, I believe you were supposed to stop. If I said go, mm. I believe you were supposed to. That is so far from the truth. Give me your mm. ID. You're supposed to give me your ID. Sure. That is the biggest lie. But that's what that's what we're taught. That's what we think when we sure. come out. Sure. I'm no, actually, might as well just go go for the fences. Do you think that this system, this this thing, can be fixed? Can it be held accountable? Can it be reformed? It seems as if it can't. And I tend to lean towards the aspect of blow the shit completely all the way up. But I'm kind of interested to see your thoughts as someone who's been on all the sides, right? From the paramedic side to the police side, to now the accountability side, provide the listeners with some insight on some thoughts of, because most, a lot of us, particularly within poor working class black communities, even with the violence that we've seen at the hands of law enforcement, not many poor working class people are interested in abolishing the police, right? Because they're concerned about the safety aspect. Now, you have some younger people who are pushing that narrative, of course, and we understand the reasons why, but kind of share with the listeners your perspective on that thought process as someone who's seen all of the angles. So if you ask me, hey, can we fix this thing? If you ask me that question Monday, I might say, yeah, Tuesday might be a no. It Mm, kind of just, you, you want it to work, you want it to be fixed. But then you start looking at reality and then it's like, mm-hmm. mm, can we really do it? And I stand with you. I, maybe we just got to blow the whole thing up. But at the same time, that's not going to happen either. So yeah, yeah. what do we have to do? We have to start educating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Education is, is the key. And, you know, you guys saw the channel. I'm trying to promote educating yourself as much as possible. And a lot of people will gravitate towards that. But there are certain people of our community who I've spoken yeah, to yeah. personally and yeah. state, if that's me, I'm going to jail. I'm getting shot. I'm getting beat yeah. up. I'm Something's mm-hmm. going to happen. And mm-hmm. that's the mindset of our people. But rightfully so, because that's the history. Yeah. But with the knowledge does come more power. We just got to learn how to use it with wisdom. You know, know where you use your use your brain a little bit. Know your rights, but know how to use your rights. And that's a big thing. A lot of people might know their rights, but they don't know how to use it. So you have to um, 
you, you got to learn. It's going to be an individual thing. You guys educate yourself. Sure. But as far as, as a whole, is it going to be reformed? I, I don't see that. And it, there seems to be a, a religious aspect to this, too, because that sounded very much like my people perish for a lack of knowledge that you just dropped just now. Isaiah 4 and 6. Very, very, very. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I can dig it. I, I, I saw it. that. I grabbed yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. And I agree because I went to the channel and I went through <clears throat> and I appreciated the channel, even with the views that I hold, right? That I don't think it can be reformed. I'm not interested in reforming it. I am staunchly for abolishing it all, for personal, communal, all the reasons that we can list in all the boxes, right? But I really appreciated the knowledge that you were providing real life circumstances and incidences. Now, I don't think that that would always benefit us because we're black, but the lack of knowledge doesn't hurt, right? It gives me an extra thing in my tool belt. So I really yeah, do appreciate thanks. that uh, completely. Thanks. Go ahead, O. Yeah, my... I guess my question for you, honestly, is what's been one of the biggest challenges that you've had in making this switch? Because this couldn't have been an easy switch for you. At least I don't assume that it was an easy switch, right? Like this is your, I know in the process of you gaining the knowledge that you've spoken about, you're also refuting some of the teachings that you've already had, both through the academy and socially. So what's been the biggest <clears throat> challenge in you moving over to that? This was an accident, honestly. This is an accident. It's all accident. It's all the work of what? Let me not say accident. This is all the work of the Most High, because I didn't plan this. I didn't set out and tell my wife, "Hey, I'm going to go create We the People University." What I wanted to do, I simply wanted to teach people their rights. The more I was learning, I'm like, again, when I said I came out of the academy, if I said stop or give me your ID, I thought that you had to do that. But when I learned that was so false, I'm like, wow. You know, before I actually learned this, I'm going to be 100 percent honest. I mean, not intentionally, but there's probably somebody's rights I violated because that was my understanding at the time. And so once I started learning this, I'm like, no, that's just, that's not the way to go. So I started mm -hmm. changing it. So when I left the department, I'm like, I was like, I'm going to teach people how to um, not only know their rights, but, you know, use their rights. So I created a, a course to learn your rights. Somebody else said, hey, you know, just to let people know about your course, create a YouTube channel and just like do a video breakdown. And so I did that. And. I didn't really expect anybody to watch it, honestly, because it was there for like a week with like seven views. You know, thank most high God, you know, I went back like on day seven. It was like 10,000 views and it just kept going and going and going. And I did another yeah, one. It just kept going. I'm like, well, I had no clue it was going to take off the way it did. Yeah. I went and I saw some of the views and I'm like, oh, man, this. Yeah. But but I've seen other cats. I've seen other white folks specifically who try to do similar things that you've done where they go. But what they tend to do is they tend to go and actually agitate the the officers in many ways that I don't think black folks can get away with uh, by pushing certain buttons and being overly confrontational, things that I don't typically suggest anyone do. Uh, so I was really you know, surprised when I saw that number of people doing it. Uh, it's just fascinating. It's it's completely fascinating. And again, I applaud you for doing the work because it's needed. Uh, yeah. But what do you say to young people who 
are have the aspirations of being young black men, you know, fresh out of high school, wants to be a police officer, born and raised in, you know, some hood in some city around the country, wants to be a police officer. He runs up to your YouTube channel, sees your videos, reaches out. What are you telling him? Today? Today. Nah. Now, three years ago, four years ago, yeah, I was trying to encourage everybody. The problem with our community mm-hmm. is that instead of encouraging our people to take positions positions of power, we discourage them mm-hmm. by calling mm-hmm. them, oh, Uncle Tom and you know, all that stuff. But yet, when you know, when your door get kicked in and mm-hmm. inside, you got to call somebody. It ain't going to be Ghostbusters, right? So somebody got to show up. And so when we are discouraging our own from showing up then or taking those positions, then, you know, what, what are we left with? Um, it's just to the point now it's gotten so bad, I wouldn't suggest it. But if somebody wanted to, you know, I would try and give them all the advice and information that I would know to help them on their journey. But what I suggested today, I wouldn't. But before I would, because I think we should take those power, those positions. Okay. Well, speaking of, I guess, the learning portion, right? What do you think outside? Okay, well, let me say this. Outside of trying to teach people to know their rights, what do you think is the biggest misconception that our community has when it comes to either dealing with the police or knowing about their rights? Mm. Um, It's not going to work. I can't, I can't stand up for my rights. I hear it all the time. And if huh. you look inside this niche that I'm inside of, there are black men <laughs> and they're out there on the street and they're doing it in the, and in the most cases, I would say 90% of the time they are holding their ground. Mm-hmm. But, but if you look at those same men is they're using wisdom as well. They know when and how far and what to say. And you have to know, um, um, where your ultimate fight lies and it's not on the street i was telling people you don't fight your you don't fight a court case on the street you fight it in the court what you need to do is simply record know your rights state your rights state it loud and clear that it be captured and 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 and, um um put it out there like that when you do that there is a certain level of power that you have with that you might not win that first battle on the street but you can win one in the courtroom but the biggest misconception is our people a lot of times think we won't win any battles and we're already defeated mm. in the mind. Mm. 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 Yeah, I agree with you, particularly when you mentioned the power component earlier. That's not something that we in our community typically tell our children even to seek. Right. We tell yeah, our children yeah. to be successful, to do the best they can. We don't tell them Take to dominate money, or seek yeah. power. We, we, we just right. avoid that. And that just it's heartbreaking that we do that. But also right. the knowledge component, when you mentioned just now of teaching, because the thing that I'm always telling brothers is your responsibility is to get back to the house. That means whatever yes. you have to do in that moment is to get back to the crib. Right. Once you get back to the crib, you can move and do whatever is necessary law-wise. But if you don't make it back to the house, mm. you can't do nothing, brother. Right. And that's a hard thing to do. And, you know, it's like, I think you're absolutely right. It's, that's the wisdom aspect. You know, you got to mm-hmm. make it home. 
the knowledge we got if we just grab that knowledge for example this is one i always lead off with and i tell everybody because 98 percent of people i talk to don't know this so i give them an example you know if a police officer pulls you over right and he has you on the side of the road he can only legally keep you on the side of the road for as long as it takes him to write a citation or a warning anything other than that he needs probable cause or warrant if he doesn't have that, he just violated your Fourth Amendment rights. You may have left $100,000 sitting on the side of the road you didn't even know about, right? And everybody's so blown away about that. What? He can't keep me there? I ran a stop sign, was on a traffic stop for an hour, you know? Bro. No, your Fourth Amendment rights were violated. Rodriguez versus the United the States. Yeah. <laughs> I got we some of them joints, bro. Yeah, yeah I've got some money on the side of the road still sitting there. <laughs> but I think that's such what a, a small thing, too. That's a small, small. thing. Very small. Right? That I so, just okay. was so, ho, ho, ho. there for 45 Who, who determines minutes. that? Who determines that? Because at the end of the day, right, I know that it's they, it says for what is, cannot detain you for what is reasonable to assert though the citation, right? But who mm -hmm. then determines? Is it the ultimately the court that would decide that, hey, you being there wasn't long enough based on whatever the case is? Or is there right. like a set limit? Right. There is no set limit. But here's the thing. So now we know like a stop sign, for example, I ran through a stop sign. I shouldn't be on a traffic stop 40 minutes. The general area is about 15, 20 minutes. They're going to sure. look at how long it takes. How long, how long would you normally keep somebody on a traffic stop on a stop sign? 10 minutes. Why was he there 40 minutes? Why was he there 50 minutes? That's when you take it in. Now, what you need to do when you get stopped, instantly record. Whether you're holding the phone or sitting the phone on your dashboard to have a, a dash cam, you're recording because that's going to keep track of the time. So now when you go into a courtroom, you're not sitting there saying, well, I think it was 15 minutes. No, mm -hmm. no, no, judge. It was 43 minutes, 11 seconds. Right. How do I know? Because I got it. Um, not not trying to make a, 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 a shameless plug, but on the app I have, I have an app. And I, that's one of the um, features I have on a new version coming out. You get pulled over. Click the, the, the uh, detention timer. You click it. It's going to start counting for you. It's going to start counting. You can leave out of that and start recording. It's still counting. And so, therefore, if you're there and you're, you feel like your rights are violated, first step, go file a complaint. Next step, go call you, call you an attorney. And, bro, listen, that's not a shameless plug either. At some point in time, you're going to have to definitely share that app, not only for the, the fact that it's the work that you do and solidifies the work that you've been doing, it's a needed thing in the community. Yeah. Like, no, Definitive. you're going to plug that joint. You're going to let people know yeah. where they can find all that because yeah, that's yeah. important, bro. Don't, oh, yeah, no, no, don't no. be gun shy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Now, let's say, for example, if a police officer comes to your home, they want to ask you some questions. They've been getting, they've, if someone called them a suspicious call, whatever the case is, please show up at your house. They don't have a warrant. They've made it very clear they don't have the warrant. How far are they able to go to either get information or to ask you questions or whatever the case is. Get off my property. It's over right there. What if I'm renting? Get off my yeah. property. As the oh. renter, you are at that point the owner. Fourth Amendment, get off my property. It's dead there. Now, now, will they always leave? Probably oh, no. not. No. Believe it or not, most cops, I say this all the time, most cops don't know the law. They don't know you can actually kick them off, so they're going to probably stay there. They're qualified immunity. They're Qualified immunity. So what qualified immunity is, is basically a protection for police. Mm -hmm. Why? Because as we know, police academies are only in most places six months, right? Well, here in Georgia, it's only three months. 
most of them are three months here. You can't learn all the laws. So what the state does, what the law says is, okay, we know we haven't taught them all the laws. So we're going to give them something called qualified immunity that protects them because they were acting in good faith. So what you want to do is get off my property. You do not, you do not have a warrant. You want to verbalize this while recording it. Because what that does is, although you, you can never say you didn't know now. I just gave you all the information. Yeah. It's recorded. Your qualified immunity is gone. So if you refuse to leave, I'm taking you into a court for violating my Fourth Amendment right. But it should never go past. If you do not have a warrant, get off my property. Hmm. Now, I was told that if police come to your door, that it is best for you to step outside and talk to the officer. You never talk to them from the doorway and give them visible sight inside the home. Is that accurate? No. Okay. You don't open the door. <laughs> you, don't, you have no <laughs> right to open the door. Who is it? Police. And that's all they got. I mean, that's it. Then the conversation's over. Now, I do want <laughs> let me add something in because I want to be clear. I don't want to meet lead anybody astray. Um, now, an officer can come to your home under what's called exigent, exigent circumstances. Sure. I heard somebody, somebody calls 911. Someone is in there screaming. They're dying. They're being brutally murdered. They, Okay, mm -hmm. exigent mm -hmm. circumstances, then they can come in. Other than that, they have to have a warrant. But as far as uh, mm -hmm. you stepping outside, if you choose to, you can. But you'd never have to even open the door. Hmm. What's the What's the long term plan for We Are the People? What are you looking to ultimately achieve? I know you have to have some goals written down somewhere. I know your wife is like, "Yo, you're putting a lot of hours with this." <laughs> uh, I want to go on vacation somewhere. I dig it because I want to go on vacation too. But what's the long-term plan, my man? What are you ultimately trying to get accomplished yeah. before you can hang the cape up? You know, I don't know. Um, again, this was we're only a year in, though, just over a year. Yeah. And this year went by like that, and this wasn't planned. So I'm thinking I have I have plans, but they're not necessarily long-term plans. Um, I do want to start getting a lot of these guys together that you see on the YouTube and start holding, you know, different conferences around, you yeah. know, different areas, um, teaching people their basic rights. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I got to pray about that. <laughs> I don't know yet. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Now, one of the questions that I did have for you is because I, I was reading an article, right? And we covered this article not too, or this this particular issue not too long ago. There was a uh, young man by the name of Jermaine Vaughn who was being arrested by the police in Indianapolis. And he's a homeless kid, and they were arresting him. And then one of the officers actually stomped on his head during the process of arresting him. Now, they've now placed charges on the officer that stomped on his head. But the charges were presented because the two officers that were there making the arrest were the ones to dime him out. And they've since been given the business by the department and other police. Have you seen anything like that before? Cause we all, I'll say it like this. We, in our community, we know that police have a reputation for being petty. So have you seen anything like this before? In, in your since you've been an officer before you uh, hung up the badge. Um, I actually covered that story, actually. Um, as far as have I seen someone speak on something and. 
maybe not even just speak on it, but just maybe not even speak on something, but see that an officer, quote unquote, has gone against the grain and they're they're ostracized. How about that? Um, in a sense, I could say I am that officer. Um, and the reason I say that is there's still an ongoing process uh, with my past situation. Sure. So um, with that being said, you know, there were some things that, you know, I wasn't going to take part in. And there were some things that were okayed. And when I say okayed, the blind eye was turned to it. Mm-hmm. So when it was brought up, because like I'm here <laughs> and you have all of this here, I brought in an outside um, uh, 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 agency, which was the sheriff's department, and they investigated and found everything perfectly clear. But all of this is going on. So when it came down to it, you know, I got to kind of be vague. I get you. I get we you. appreciate it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it came down to it, um, you know, one thing I never liked and I always thought was like one of the dumbest things in the world. You remember that 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 saying, don't snitch? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. God. Always hated it. Yes. <laughs> Listen, if you rob a bank and I'm in the vicinity and they ask me if I did it. Oh, no, no. He did it. I got a wife and kids. I'm not finna take no time for you. I'm not finna lose yeah, my face. Yeah, I got nah, mouths to feed. I'm not. Yeah, I always thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. So I can go to go get locked up just for you to forget about me two months later. No, no, it's not gonna happen. So when it came down to it, hey, what happened with this? This is the case. I didn't do it. I'm not taking a rap for it. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. The, the 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 other side of that is I didn't receive that. Um, I think that's more in bigger departments, though. You know, in smaller hmm. departments, it's kind of it works differently. In bigger departments, where you can hide things easier. You know, I got mm-hmm. friends in other departments, and and they talk about stuff like that. I've really never personally experienced the backlash that you might see, like in a movie or something like that. All of the mm-hmm. police, but there are smaller things. You may guys might not want to, you know, help you out on the assignment or whatever the case may be. Which is all good. I like I said before, I didn't really. Probably bank control anyway. Yeah. Seven, yeah. You know, I only talk to anyways. Yeah. I was gonna ask about the you know the, the thin blue line, right? That 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 blue wall, that blue, that yeah, right there. there. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is as we continue to examine and look at cases of extreme, right? I'm not even talking about regular abuses of police power. I'm talking about extreme abuses of police power, which have led to death or severe injury. There doesn't seem to be a lot of police officers who are willing to come forward and say, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Yo, old boy was wrong. Old girl was wrong. Uh, They covered this up. They did this. It doesn't seem to do enough of that, which I think has contributed to this growing distrust for people who may have grew up trusting the police no longer trust the police because they see these continuous abuse of power and it's a lack of accountability how, how do how do we navigate that space right how do we and i'm not even saying necessarily to create a clean image for the police but a fair accounting of policing, I think, is one that lacks, right? That's what we hold true is not always, it's embellished, is lacking pieces, whatever the case may be. How do yeah. we get to a point where we have a fair view 
of law enforcement where we can actually make a fair choice or whether we want to bang with them or not. That makes sense. Let me say this. Um, the, the notion that there's not a lot of officers that come out and say things. It's, it's, it's a little, it's not a hundred percent true. Oh, there wow, are okay. officers who speak up, but here's the thing. Those are the stories that don't get covered. So we never hear about those officers that are now fighting for their pensions or that are now receiving death threats. Those things never make the news. So it leads the public to believe, well, if you're a good officer, you would have said something. Good good cops would turn in bad cops. But good cop did turn in the bad cop. And that cop actually covered a story like that. There was one police officer in Daytona. She turned in um, her training officer and magically she disappeared. Pension. She's fighting for pension. There's another case up in Maryland. This was a sister who fought for a pension. I think it was 18 years and she finally won her case. So these another one in Chicago. These things are never like really on the front page of the newspaper or on Fox News or CNN or anything like that. But there are officers who do these things. And so what happens is this. So when an officer, other officers who want to say something, see what this officer did and how yeah, long they had yeah, to fight yeah, yeah. and the community don't nobody's rallying behind that nobody yeah, there's no yeah, outcry there's yeah, no yeah. no you know you know yeah. uh, um protesting anything so now what happens is man i, I got bills to pay i say yeah. something mm. fire. And yeah, yeah. those thoughts you have to wrestle with man, because that's you good. see those who did wrestle with it and they appear to be losing so they're there but they're just not televised they're not public. That's good. That was real good. Because I can mm -hmm. imagine what it must be like to stand up for the right thing. And mm -hmm. you're standing up for a certain group of people or the people in general. But since there's this overwhelming perception of what your occupation is, yeah. they won't support you, right? Mm -hmm. Because they hold the notion that there is no good cop, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that man, that was good. That was yeah. some for me yeah, to yeah. think about and yeah. chew on, yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. of course I don't ever see. I've seen a few cases, right, of mm -hmm. officers fighting for their pension or standing up. I remember one time it was one big white dude who was abusing someone, and a female officer came yeah, and yeah, interceded. Yeah, yeah. In Florida, he yeah he threatened her right on camera. Like, don't you ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. That he choked her. Yeah, he, he choked her. her. Yeah. You know, I tried to cover that and put that out. YouTube blocked it every time. <laughs> I if I if I so much as show somebody getting placed in handcuffs on my channel now, block. They restricted. They just immediately they just. I'm like, I'm seriously. It's like it's it's really getting really uh to the point where I'm like, man, do I want to YouTube, YouTube, bro. YouTube, <laughs> you might have to be careful even posting this yeah, content up now. Goddamn, because <laughs> I was about to have some B-roll and some more stuff on the journey about to set me up. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dang. Okay. Now the censorship, the censorship, the, no, the censorship is. We were talking about the officer who choked the female officer who was trying to intercede and do clearly trying to do the right thing, right? That case right there, I didn't hear any follow up, and I didn't do a whole None. lot of investigating for it either. But no, I figured nah, that would really be no, something. Not too much follow up at all. I was like, man, what she did what should have been something that you know, uh, you police unions should be using as a rallying cry to yeah. say, hey, listen, yeah, yeah. we're not all bad. Look at what we just did, yada yada yada, and just yeah. that didn't take place. He ended up, I believe, he ended up getting fired. 
which, you know, they probably got rid of him. But yeah, now we'll, we'll behind the scenes is yeah. what's going on with her. What type mm. of phone call she received. You know, yeah. the other side of it. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a game. It's a game that, you know, some people play. Um, I think there's a certain tone, at least in the smaller department. I wasn't in the major department. The only big, we could say big department that I worked for was Atlanta, but I, I didn't even stay there long. Mm-hmm. I was in more of a small, mid-sized department. And the thing is, you got to go in and set a tone. My thing was, uh, I really didn't, I'm kind of to myself, believe it or not. People see me on mm-hmm. YouTube and, you know, and I bump into people out and out and about and they are, hey, how you doing? And, you know, I'm just talking and, you know, I'm trying to hold conversation, but I'm really a to myself person. I'll talk to the mics here. But other than that, you know, I'm just, me and my wife, kids, we watching TV or something. But I set that tone when I got to the department. It was just I wasn't going to just put up with anything. Um, for one, um, my resume runs deep. So every time and they did this, every time they came to me, well, you know, and try and hold this job over my head. No, no, no. I'm 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 a I'm a semi-smart person. You know, if I, anything, I can go back to being a paramedic, or I can also transition to nursing. I I I can have a career. Said I got options, so right? Gonna, I got options, yeah. so I'm not gonna let you hold it over my head. But I set that tone, and with that tone, it's like, you know, you don't deal with as much. I had a small circle of guys I dealt with, and that was it. That was it, brother Israel. We appreciate it, man. Where can people find you if they would like to find you, man? Uh, um, we the People University, the YouTube channel. Um, I have an Instagram that I just created not too long ago. It's it's called We the People. Wait, is it under? I, I think it's just We the People all the way. You know, <laughs> it may be some under. It's from people uh, at university all the way across. Um, pretty much, if you type in We the People University on Google, it pops up now. It's kind of getting some circulation. Wow. So. Cool. It's there. Um, if anything, if I can leave anybody with this, even if you know you feel like this won't work for me, learn your rights. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go out and have a big fight with the police on the side of the road like you see some people do. You can just learn your rights. You know, learn what they can and can't do. Even if you say nothing to the police, you're recording the whole situation and you're not having a back and forth. You can watch that video and you know where your rights are violated. You may not have said one word, but you know that they were violated because you learned your rights. Now you know that I can go to an attorney. You don't have to fight with them. Just learn what's going on so you know when you're violated. It's time I have all of us in back. And you said you got a website, right? From the website that can get more information on learning their rights from their in their particular state or municipality, right? We the people university.com. You go to that website, you're going to see one is an app on the website, Apple or Android. Um, on Android, you're going to see there's an updated version. Apple's holding up the process for some reason, so we're waiting for them. There's also a free ebook you can download it. And um, I, I get emails all the time people download the free ebook and tell me how they're teaching their kids their rights and things of that nature. So, we the people university, go check it out. Got to start yes, somewhere. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Get that. Oh. Where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Uh, on all the social media platforms at Elgin Bailey. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. 
And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black Podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Come on over to our website so you can check out past episodes of the show. And of course, if you want to join the family, you can come on over to our Patreon. You will not regret it. But as always, until next time, informed, intelligent, in the black. In the black. Peace. This is, this is the In the Black Podcast. In the Black, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. Bro, 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 no, black up he bro, man a specialist No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this Like said them a cheat, who no do it so effortless I listen them I learn, when them listen them I benefit Reporting current event, everything that is prevalent This is so exquisite, a scientific experiment Giving you the news, not views without evidence Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence In your house or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence Body filled with melody, power that's so ascending Bright in the stars, bring some light back to the desolate In the black podcast that your land is all facts You don't like that before In the black podcast they pumped up Who looks at watch black up here chat me down In the black podcast that your land is all facts You don't like that before In the black podcast we all lost The whole of them can't none of them can't trust Yes, just like that though this is